we got to look into that. I, I don't know for sure. I don't know for sure. Did you see, uh, by the way, good morning. Good morning. What a start. I hit record. You asked me a question, so I let you go with it. I didn't know where I was going to start, but it's, what is it, episode 308? Something like that? Yeah. 309. Definitely 309. What matters on August 11th? Uh, In the hockey world? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. GMs, coaches, management are all taking some time away. Guaranteed 1,000%. You know, you, you, they, they work so much, so many hours preparing, you know, organizing, doing their plans and you get through the draft, you get through the, the rook, you know, after the draft, you bring these young guys in, you skate them for a week, this and that. And then at this time of year, I can guarantee you that there's a large number of coaches, GMs, all that management staff that are taking some time away. This is by far the worst part of the offseason as a player. Um I I I wouldn't I wouldn't agree with that. Yeah, but you why, didn't even why, ask why do you why. say that? There you go. That's okay. the, that's the okay. first part when you're like, why do you say you're that? You're usually setting me up. That's what you do all the time. So <laughs> explain to me I am kind of why this is the worst time of year. Well, you're back on the ice. Well, at least we were because I didn't skate until August 1st. I don't know how you were. Yep. I was the same. I, I was the same. Skate Usually skated August 1st. These guys skate year round now, which is absolutely insane. I don't know. They skate all, all year round. I'm sure. They skate a couple or a few times a week in the off season. Hmm. Like I would, I would dick around and play. And, and, I, and I think there's and nothing stuff, wrong with I mean, that. No, there's not. But I'm just saying, you asked me why I say that. I mean, you're starting to wonder if, you know, if you're in good enough shape. Okay. You're starting to get ready for training camp. Guys are starting to come back. You have less than a month before you have to report. Well, now it's a little bit longer. September 11th was the opening day of training camp in Buffalo in 2001. Yeah. So. I mean, training camps were earlier. Yeah, and then, I remember and then, when I first came into the league, training camps were September first. They were that er- that early, huh? Yep, September first. You had uh, you usually had about uh, two weeks of of rookie camp where you'd have to show up uh, on August fifteenth. They would absolutely beat the shit out of you. Okay, and and back then you got to realize that. The condition of players ultimately is nothing like it is today. We are talking 30 years ago, 30 years ago, the players that were coming to camp as rookies, I can still remember this, that we would get, we would get put through the paces. And at the end of all these skates, we would do these bag skates that were just like back then would be insane. And I just remember multiple guys, multiple players having to go over to the bench, puke in the puke in a garbage can because they're just so out of shape. Do you think players bodies? Do you think players bodies hurt the same way that do you think players bodies hurt now 
after day three the way they no, did. No, not even remotely. Do you remember? You know what I'm talking close. about? The body, I know the exactly stiffness, what you're talking the groins, about. Yes. the hip flexors, yes. the hamstrings, your ass, like everything. These kids, these kids are training completely different in today's in, in today's game society. They have been number one. I I lifted weights for the very first time when I was 17 years old. Okay. Um, the first time I stretched the first time I did, uh, you know, a bike ride, it's the first time I did, uh, you know, any sort of weights whatsoever. Well, right now, right now, currently there, there are kids that are 14 and 15 that are lifting the same weight that I was when I was 17 kids nowadays are training at a very young age sports specific training I'm not saying that they're doing squats and deadlifts and power cleans and all these things i'm saying that from a younger from a young age you're taught how to train properly and by the time these kids hit 14 15 16 17 they are they are years into a progression of training when these when these players that are drafted come to the uh their first nhl training camp they are in phenomenal, and I mean phenomenal shape. You know how many times I worked out at the age of 14 during a season? Zero. Didn't touch a weight, didn't do a stretch, didn't do anything. These kids, I'm my kids have gone through the junior sabers. And I'm gonna tell you, these they they train twice a week. Jesus, at 14. At, at 14, 14, I was having a fucking Snickers bar and a can of Coke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just if I could get my hands on an extra dollar to buy some Skittles or something, I was crushing that. Like, it was just, let's go. Uh, it's like they're bringing in little fruit dishes that their parents are making. They got, they got protein shakers. They got Protein shakers everywhere. You're oh, not eating. If you're not drinking a protein shake after 15 new hockey, then you are literally one of you are falling like, behind. Yeah, you, you know, are. I, just, when I was coaching 15 new hockey, it was chocolate milk was the big recovery drink. Did that's you ever, exactly it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I don't even know if that worked. Uh, tastes good know. though. It tastes really <laughs> good. Hey, get it, get a chocolate milk, not yeah. the white milk. Like yeah. what? Yeah. Really? I, I don't. I don't know. There was the phase with the pickle juice. I don't know if you ever remember hearing the pickle juice going around Toronto. Uh, all these stupid fucking phases that that have gone on around the league. It's so funny. I'm just Andrew. Those, I got our, drafted. Those arb machines. Yeah. Do you remember? Remember, remember I drew Stafford with uh, the arb machine. <laughs> I remember it walking just into Drew the back Stafford. Room. It yes, it was. No he one. was the. He was. He, what uh, what what was his college that he came from? Dakota, uh, uh, North Dakota. So I remember walking in to the back room after we had just had a team workout. So we we lifted some weights. You know, not not obviously stuff that you would do in the summertime, but you have to lift weights throughout throughout the year to continue to keep that strength and maintain what you built up throughout those number of months in the summertime. And I walk into the back room and Drew Stafford sitting in a chair with these pads all over his thighs and legs. And he's got this great big box machine with wires going to him and he's turning it up 
and he's just sitting there and you can see <laughs> the pulsation of these pads on his legs that are making his legs contract. They're like, and I was like, what the hell are you doing? He goes, I'm doing my workout. I said, I said, what? I said, you didn't do the workout. He's like, no, I'm doing it now. I said, what are you talking about? He goes, this is the new craze riffs. This is the new craze. This is the new technology. Everybody, you're not going to have to do any more squats anymore. All you do is put these pads on your legs and it's like you squat in 225. And I'm like, you're an idiot. And I walked out. And uh, years later, he continued to do that, right? For, for quite some time. Like, I'm not sure if that, that craze that he was in ever ended. The ARB machine, as he would call it where he did all of his workouts. Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, or am I losing my marbles? Other guys did it too. There was another guy on our team that did it, but then when I was in Jersey, there were a couple of guys. Parise did it, and Zajac, both North Dakota guys. Okay. Uh, there might have been others. It might have, Maybe Zubris, maybe. Yeah. Maybe Zubris. I know Zubris used to always carry around a game ready everywhere he went, but... Danny Zubers had the biggest legs in the NHL. Do you remember him? Played with him two teams. Like it, it, it's this, this guy. Day, I can still remember his legs. They were absolutely ungodly. Ungodly his legs. Big. How about his entire body? Yeah, like man child. he he is huge everywhere. Like he is like you know when you carve out a statue of perfection head to toe like jawline to your toenails like that's the yep. that's the body you want to have okay when yep. he got traded to our team i walked in in the morning his first day there and he's standing and remember those black bike shorts we all used to wear i used to wear yep. those yep. things best yep. shorts ever best compression shorts made. i could wear those compression shorts and they'd still be baggy that's how skinny my my legs were back in the day so i he's standing there in these bike shorts unbelievable specimen of a human he was just taping his stick and i walked in and i was like holy shit this is an athlete this yeah. guy is a huge mammoth of a man yeah and a freak of nature and he didn't have to do anything for it either because i remember playing he with him he took such good care of his body i've never oh, seen this guy brought man, tupperware containers of of shit on the road. He wouldn't eat certain things. Like I remember playing with him in Montreal. I remember him coming to Montreal and I was just like, what the fuck? Like, are you serious? When I got drafted to the Montreal Canadians, I was 172 pounds soaking wet. Danius Zubris was 225 and he was, and he was drafted the same or, you know, the, the same, he would have been the same age. 225 230 pounds like at 17 like is that normal no he was given a gift from his mother and father okay the guy was a man child i've never seen a thicker beefier stronger kid um than danius ubers and what an unbelievable guy because he got to play in a few teams around the league, and he was a hell of a hockey player. I and and an awesome teammate. Such a good guy. Like, uh, what was he? Czech or is he Slovak? I think he was Czech. He's neither. He was from 
he was very proud of where he was from, a small country. I feel, look it up right now. Type it in uh, Z U B R U S. I want to say he was from. Do you have it there? Uh, yeah. Okay. Was he from Lithuania? He was from Lithuania. Born in Lithuania, yeah. 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 So when he, like, he's 45 years old right now. Born in 78. uh, He was from Lithuania and uh, was drafted 15th overall to the Philadelphia Flyers in 96. And when he came into the league, when he came into the league and drafted at 18 years old, I'm going to tell you this right now. He was, his height is 6'5", 225. And he played his entire career at that size. So he came into the league at 18 and he came out of the league. How many games did he play? He played a lot. He played 1,293 games. Yeah. He played a long time. I played. So listen to this. Go to the, go to his season in 09, 10, New Jersey. 09, 10, New Jersey. How many games? 51 games. Yeah. You know why he played 51 games? We were playing in Nashville. And I believe it was Shea Weber. He took a Shea Weber slap shot to the knee and fucking yeah. shattered his knee. Oh. So he missed 31 games that year. He was banged up. I'm pretty yeah. sure like 27 go- uh, 27 points that year in 51 games, 10 goals. Um, you know, when, when, he, when he didn't sign back here in Buffalo, they thought he was broken. He had rough knees back when he was even here. When we brought him in for the one year, we brought him here for... And then he went and played nine more seasons. That's exactly my point. That's exactly my point. Do you know that back in 2008 or 2009, you got to hear this. My brother had the balls to say to one of the higher up management for the Sabres at a charity event, just in conversations, like, you know who you guys need to go get? This is what my brother said. The balls on this guy. He said, you need to go get a guy like Joe Thornton. This is in 2009. I want you to pull up Joe Thornton. Now, you probably know his stats. You know what this You know what this high-up management said to my brother that night? Joe Thornton's done. He's too old. <laughs> because if, if this was 2008, I was 28. Joe Thornton would have been 29 or 30. So maybe let's say it was 09. This might have been the summer of 09, my last summer in Buffalo, because I signed in Jersey that summer. What did Joe Thornton do after 2009? So starting the 09-10 season. Not that he would have ever been traded here, but just just to kind of make this guy look like a complete idiot. I think he had a, a couple good years in there. Um. So what, what, starting uh, in, what did Joe Thornton do in 09-10? Okay, so 09-10, he had 79 games played. He had 20 goals, 89 points. Okay, not a bad season. Not washed up yet. Keep going. Uh, Then you want me to keep going down? Just keep, just, no, just keep going, yeah. What did so he do the, next, the n- next year, he had 70 points in 80 games. The next year after that, 77 points in 82 games. 
Then he had 40 points in 48 games, 76 points in 82 games, 65 points in 78 games, 82 points in 82 games. So he's still got lots of game left in him. Yeah. Would have been a nice addition. Anyway, I just couldn't believe the balls of my brother. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, what? He's like, they need a fucking guy like Joe Thornton. Do you know that I went to my first training camp? You know that I was the highest body fat in the entire camp, and I was tied with one person? The 38-year-old goaltender, Andy Moog. Andy When Moog. we talk about this. Isn't Andy Butthole Moog. That... <laughs> yep. That's his that's his name to me. Andy Butthole. Yeah, just a just a massive ass in my face. Waking <laughs> up in the morning. My first my first roommate, Andy Moog, what those uh, of you held a goaltender too. I'll just shorten the story for you. Craig woke up one morning to Andy Moog stretching naked in between the beds. <laughs> Let's just say he was uh ass yeah. over tea kettle. Eggs and over. I just got the, I got the sunshine right there in my face. Eggs. Eggs over my hammies. <laughs> I can still, still to this day, I'm 48 years old. To this day, I still, Uh-oh. in my mind, I still have that vision. Friggin' nightmare. Oh, my God. Do you think he would remember that? Do you think Andy Moga would remember? Do you think that, do you think he did that on purpose? No, I, no. I don't think he did it on purpose. I think he actually had a routine. I think he why had a routine. Between, I still don't get it. Why between the beds? Why not on the other side of the bed? Or why not down the hall? Or great. That's that's awesome uh, question. Not for me, but I would think if you were to ask him, do you remember that? He would be like, I did that for I did that for my entire career. That's what I did. That's what I did. I stretched all this kind of stuff, but you know, I got the brunt of it, right? Oh, that's funny. Guess a uh, before we get out of here, quick comment for our saber listeners. There's nothing going on. It's basically it. As as we circle all the way back to the start of our conversation, it's the worst time of year for hockey fans in general as well because there's just nothing there's no news there's no signings saw dave williams the other day down at the rink that was awesome willie oh yeah willie the best best trainers of all time so i i got i stepped in the locker room for a minute (laughs) do you know what they have in there they have a real (laughs) i swear to god i can't make this shit up i was looking at the locker room and it's round and they have like these like this steel ceiling with like these holes in them with the lights coming through. And then they have this like big round, like almost like looks like a fucking bat signal thing coming down with the Sabre logo on it. And I'm just like, holy shit, man, there's a lot going on in here. Then they have like a sword on the fucking wall. Okay. They have like, I don't know if it's the original Sabre from, because for those who, no, the saber is a, a saber is a sword. And then they have, and I, I asked Willie about it. I said, is that, he actually, he could have been screwing with me. 
it could have just been this thing could be a, a friggin' teddy bear stuff thing. But I asked him, I'm like, is that a real buffalo? Like they have a they have a stuffed buffalo over top of the door. <laughs> okay. And it's like it's like from I guess like the shoulder of the buffalo to the to the head. It's the head, right? And I'm like, is that real? He's like, could be fake. Could have been someone could have been pulling the the wool over my eyes, man. I, it, I stuffed the it, fisher uh, uh, <laughs> back home. It cost me eleven hundred bucks. Must I don't care if it's expensive or cheap. Is it necessary? What's your problem? Is, Is it necessary to have, to have a buffalo on your wall? Yeah. What's with these? What, That'd be a tiny buffalo. No, Kagulas when they came in and they did all that renovation and that was the year i got moved out the year before they started those renovations yeah they used your money but, as a down payment on the exactly, renovation yeah so it, you know seeing what they have done i mean holy jumping man these kids these young bucks nowadays that you're as spoiled as it all comes i mean wow i don't like the i don't like the round locker, the locker rooms are just I don't like the Absolutely round locker state of the earth. First time I think I ever saw one was Pittsburgh. I thought had a round locker room, and then I I can't remember why because you can't hide. What do you mean you can't hide? Yeah. What do you mean hide? I like it. What I mean is a smaller, tighter locker room. We oh, you think our, their locker room's too big with the Sabers? The way it's set up, it is a maze. It is big. It is it is elaborate. The, the player's lounge area is absolutely ridiculous. Like, it is r- ridiculous. Very lavish, which I don't think... I You remember remember our shitball room in the Sabres in the little back area off our off our dressing room? I love that. Those, those, those light brown, shitty-ass couches, man, they were awesome. Yeah, I love that. That was ours. That was ours. There's not enough room for everyone to sit. So guys are laying on the floor, stretching, talking. We had, we had how many guys in that room sitting there watching, I don't know, golf, football, something going on. And we were, we were together. We were together because it was like, uh, there was no place. You're either in the training room talking to T Mac and the boys. Yeah. Or you're in the dressing room, which no one wanted to be in the dressing room or you were, um, basically in that back little room. Which I loved. Yeah, I love that back room. Believe me, I think the Sabres dressing room, the facilities, whether it's the medical side, the tra- uh, the training room. I mean, it's state-of-the-art. P- Pagulas spared no expense, man. And they treated these these uh, this like it was their own. They did a phenomenal job, but holy I, do I sound lavish. like Do I sound like a, a begrudged ex-player? By saying it's it's almost too comfortable, too comfortable, too comfortable. Uh, I don't know if it's too comfortable, too luxurious um, for for what you're there to do. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it is very luxurious for what you're there to do. But I I will say this, you know, Buffalo. I would expect that to be more of like a baseball clubhouse. Yeah. I will say this, that the the Pagulas have to compete with other teams. And when, and when players, 
come and, and, and check out Buffalo, whether let's just say they're going to be a, a free agent or whatever. And, and players hear about the inside of those facility, whether it's the locker room, whether it's the training facility, um, whether it's the, the weight room, players talk, players talk. And when you have an upper echelon facility, then players say, wow, hey, Sabres sparing no expense. They've got they've got things right. I think that is a draw. Because if Sabres didn't have that, they'd have z- like almost minus the ability to to bring anybody into Buffalo. But right now, man, those facilities are pretty damn good for the players. Yeah, listen, I'm not criticizing. I'm just I'm just talking about it because yep, it's, com- yep, it's completely it. different. Even even when like when I came in at 18, and the locker room was what it was to me. It was it was unbelievable. It was just square, but it had the the logos on the name plates. It had the name plates. It had you know the back dressing room, and you know it, it just it was an NHL locker room. Listen, was- I came from I came from Montreal. Okay, I was there for 12 years. The facilities that we had in Montreal were absolutely incredible and then from montreal i got traded to san jose the facilities in san jose with the practice their own practice facility and what they had their chef every morning making egg omelets and this you know it was unbelievable and then i came to buffalo and what a shithole like i mean the biggest shithole of all time when I got to Buffalo. I could not believe the facilities that you guys were stuck with here for so many years. It was a joke. But then Pagulas came in and bought the team in my third year, okay? I got moved out, retired, and Pagulas spared no expense in changing that environment. And now... There's players in the league that don't necessarily think that Saberland is a shithole. They don't. It is around the league that the Sabres facilities are state of the art. That's yep. a tribute to Terry and Kim to go and buck up and 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 make this environment a place that players would want to come. And you look at all the players right now. You look at all the players. Every one of those guys, every one of those young players want to be here. They want to be here, and that's good. That's a wrap on another episode of After the Whistle. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, After the Whistle, and at Craig Reve 52 at the Instigator 76 And you can find us, as you already know, on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, and anywhere else where you can get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to spread the word.